Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, I'm Kara Natterson. And I'm Vanessa Kroll Bennett. We're the co-hosts of the Puberty Podcast. Each week, we dive into the what and how of raising kids through puberty, that roller coaster of physical and emotional shifts for kids and parents alike. Combining reliable science and relatable parenting strategies, we will all learn about, laugh about, and yes, maybe even cry about adolescence, ours and theirs. Welcome back to my weekly podcast, Taste of Taylor. (laughs) I'm your host, Taylor Strecker. And joining me today for the one gajillionth time is Hannah Burner. Hey, girl, hey. You went through like seven different moods in that one sentence. It was pretty, it was a journey. We just went on. Thank you for having me on Taste of Taylor. I miss Taylor Strecker Nation. We have updates. We have shit to talk about. Yeah, girl. So I was just on your podcast. Thank you very much for having me. I was very honored. I was your um, three-year anniversary guest, yes? Yes, because you also were my first ever guest. And I almost feel like we, if we had time and weren't just podcasting all the time, we should listen to that first episode of Burning in Hell to kind of see how your perspectives have changed. But I felt like... Oh, really? Or were they different? I feel like I'm repetitive Rita. I feel like I just say the same thing over and over and over again. They they were different? I feel like you were a lot more vulnerable in this last one. Really? I mean, you were getting into like fears about getting married and you went even more and I feel like you're you're like more comfortable with yourself than three years ago thank you it's called therapy it's called medication and I've been working on it a lot I actually feel like I feel like maybe three years ago right I was probably I probably maybe sounded like more resolute like and then I did this and then I did this yeah this is the right thing to do and fuck them and I feel like now I've become like more like oh like recently I was out to dinner with some friends and one of the girls, a friend of a friend that was there, knows husband, like knows, knows husband. Mm-hmm. Not like soup, like I don't think they talk all the time, but like they might have smooched after oh. him and I were together. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But like, so she was like, she, she just like brought it up. And I was, I found myself being like, like she, she showed me a picture of somebody that he's dating or something. And oh, TMI. 
Wait, wait. Flip but the old table, me, Teresa style. But old me would have like flipped the table and been pissed and like, what kind of games are you playing with me? And I'm like, and this new Taylor, I was like, he looks so happy. I'm so happy he's happy. And like, I felt like a little bit weepy and teary, but like, not because I like miss him as my husband or husband, but I was just like, he looked happy and he was on vacation with his new girlfriend. I'm like, yes, live your best life. I'm over here living mine. You live yours. Like him being happy is the win, not him being miserable. And me three years ago, Mm-mm, girl, I was a vindictive biatch. So like I'm, I'm, as I grow, I'm actually softening. Like I'm yeah. like getting, like I'm trying to, I'm like, I feel like I'm becoming a nicer, better person. I might be the best person on the face of the You're planet. Like, I've transformed into <laughs> Mother Teresa. So that's what you will call me from now on. <laughs> See, don't worry. I'm always, I'm always a little bit of a monster, but no. I, but you're but right. I think when th- th- bad things happen to you, I feel yes. like when you're close to the situation, it fucking sucks. And you're going to see all these sides of you you don't like of like jealousy and anger and wanting revenge and blood and, you know, kidnapping people's families. Yes. yes. But the <laughs> yes. real revenge is not caring. The best revenge is living well. The best but revenge like, is just doing you. But I, but, but like now I've even transcended that because it was like, well, yeah, I'm living well. The best revenge is living well. But now I actually want good for him. Yeah. Like seeing him smiling and happy and man, he aged well. Oh. And I was like, good for you. And I have not. You're like, I have good taste. (laughs) But also, I do think seeing your ex with anyone, depending on the relationship, because there are some relationships where I'm like, oh, thank God. Or, oh, shoot, should I message that girl and be like, run, bitch? Or like, I could give a shit. But if you do ever get a feeling like, ooh, that feels weird, that's okay. Like, that's just you being human. And it doesn't mean there's an issue. You're just like should never see photos of your exes who you had a deep no. thing with. I'm actually, sh- I was so pleasantly surprised that was my reaction because that could have gone a million different ways yeah, that left. bitch could have ruined your month. No one can take me down. So, <laughs> I know, I really, I've been working really hard on myself and I feel like it's really, you know when people say like, uh, what, what is it? It's it's like um, drinking poison and thinking the other person's gonna die. Like that's like anger. Like holding on to anger. Oh my god! It's like drinking poison and thinking you're gonna kill the other person. And people always say like forgiveness is for you. And I'm like fuck you. Oh, don't forgiveness? Started. No, that person doesn't. They, they don't deserve my forgiveness. But like I've gone into this like place recently where I feel like I'm starting to like all the people that there's only two people now I hate in this world only two wow isn't that amazing well do you want to talk it out with me is that why you have me here no (laughs) no I don't there's something else I want to talk about with you I just want to pat myself on the back because I am slowly I am I am it's not that I'm forgiving people for them I'm like forgiving people for me and I never knew what that meant well you're and I still don't know what it means I feel like you're healing healing. and you're also kind of right in a way where it's like you don't have time to wish bad on other people or or be upset about stuff because you're really just in your own life and they say anger is just like an expression of sadness so like you've worked through some of the shit that you were upset about and also I hate when people are like you have to forgive like oh so they fuck me and then now I'm also getting yelled at that I have to be a bigger person while they're still fucking around hurting other people but then I realized sometimes This is why Instagram's fucked up. And I I know it's only been five yes. minutes in and I'm already ranting about Instagram, but I realize <laughs> you, can, you can actually get 
people talk about jealousy on Instagram, but you also can just have a perception of people's lives that is so yes. wrong. Like I've gotten in my head before that like certain people are like, they're so happy and like someone who hurt me and how they're doing. And then you run into them in person. Yeah. And you're like, they're the same motherfucker. They're still they've filtering on been. your life right now, is there, bitch? Or like right? watching them in conversation being a shithead and you're like, oh, mm-hmm. I've literally made this up in my head that this person became someone they weren't. And so factor that in too when you're having trouble healing that sometimes it's your brain just like trying to find things when the reality is, is you're good, bro. Yeah, you're good. Just do you. Keep your head down. Focus on your stuff. Eventually, it will all play itself out. But I mean, I am queen grudge. I am queen vindictive. Mm -hmm. I am queen. I'm going to fuck your life up forever. Mm -hmm. So the fact that I'm even capable of healing this heart, this broken ass heart of mine, bless and believe, baby girl. I'm telling you. You're kind of loud bark, no bite. I'm such a pussy. Like, I feel like, yeah, you ranting about shit on your, behind your paywall while like other people do actual things. Like you've never actually, in my knowledge, really hurt someone like out you of your way. You don't know me. I'll show you. No, you literally are just on podcast all day. You don't even have time to be vindictive. You just like talk shit, which is, you know. Uh, yeah um, <laughs> what you get paid for, so for <laughs> talking shit people need a yeah it's oh, called you're man. bringing a lot of joy over your stupid shit to other people so well, mother teresa I will say, Hannah and I are friends for a reason. Our <laughs> brains work the same. So, but I'm I'm here to tell you if I can like forgive people that didn't even ask to be forgiven. <laughs> Not row. <laughs> Meanwhile, they're like, "Bitch, we don't need you to forgive us." I feel like it's I'm also- gonna fight you. Yeah, what? a lot of the time we're having one-sided arguments in the yes, shower. That's my life. So it's more like not even forgive, just like stop having the one-sided arguments. Like, you know, if I were to write a book, a biography, it would be called My One-Sided Argument. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's true. You have to stop keeping score. Stop. Yep. Stop the judgment. Because all the stuff you're doing to those people, you're also doing to yourself, which is yes. mean to yourself inherently. So yes. when you start vibing with yourself, next thing you know, you, you, you lost track of score of who's, you know, doing better in what way. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Competition is the thief of joy. I think it was comparison. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. I think it's Fucking comparison. Damn it, I mess it up? Yeah, you messed it up. I was like, I'm what pretty sure I competition say? can be healthy what sometimes. I said competition. You said competition is <laughs> the of joy. I'm like, well, te- that was my tennis career, so that was a little <laughs> spot on. <laughs> oh, by the way, speaking of you in tennis, uh, do you guys know that Hannah Burner played competitive tennis? Um, I literally can't even hear the word tennis without thinking about you. I was watching King Richard. Yeah, which everyone about- messaged me during King Richard. I'm like, finally the attention I fucking deserve. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't stop thinking about you. And I love how people are time. comparing me to Serena Williams. That also makes me really happy, too. I'm like, yeah, it's basically <laughs> the same. The same experience. But well, I, anyway. did, I did go to Florida for a tennis oh. academy and all that shit. But w- uh, another time. It's another time. Another time. <laughs> I will not do another tennis podcast people, with you're you. Like, people will unsubscribe. I can't. Please, God. Please, God, <laughs> Hannah. Um, but I will say, yeah. Oh, so I guess I have grown a lot in three years. Good for me. Yeah, good, good for, for me. you. I mean, you're, well, you could use a little humbleness, but that's about it. <laughs> you've grown a lot as long as I've known you. And... Um, um, now you've grown into a blushing bride, and that's why you're here to talk to me today. Because we are talking about your motherfucking bachelorette party. Okay, I'm so, so excited. I'm facing 
a time where I never planned on getting married. I never planned on having a bachelorette party. Paige was making fun of me because I was like, oh, I just want a pearl. Then I wanted two diamonds. Oh, I just want a garage wedding. Now it's on the Atlantic Ocean. Oh, yep. I don't want to have, I want to go to a petting zoo. Now we're going to Miami. So either <laughs> I don't know who I am or I am getting highly, you know, pushed in different directions from people around me but i do have to no, say no no this is what happens this is the wedding industry it's called bridal brain you are in it and this yeah. is what happens and there's a part of me that just says let go and let god like just go yeah but when you get the bills then it's scary i'm i'm in that right now like you're like how much is love worth yeah for every month that you're like fuck it just do it fuck it just do it and then you get like a week after all the bills come in, you're like, how did I spend five times over the budget? That's when you just have to remember those MasterCard commercials where it goes, spending time with loved ones, priceless. And it's like, really? <laughs> did you need that many hydrangeas? Really? Is that- the answer is always no. <laughs> but I, so I do out of control. also inherently think that as a feminist, I never really liked the tradition of like, there's a lot of things that are making me kind of queasy. Like, Yes. Oh, you're getting handed off to this guy. And even, I was like the father daughter dance. That seems weird. Like my dad and I just like kick each other under the table. Like there's a, the whole like him buying me a ring and he doesn't have a ring. I've had a, and then I was like, are, is getting married chuggy? Great question. And you were laughing. And also Gen Z's, it's literally illegal for you to get married. So like, of course, it's chuggy. They're 16. But it got me thinking. People were saying getting married isn't chuggy, but like weddings and bachelorette parties are very easy to be chuggy. Yes, for anyone listening easy. who doesn't know what chuggy is, I think it just means kind of like basic millennial yes. bullshit. And we're about to plan the bachelorette. And you immediately think of like sashes, a bunch and of drunk penis girls, straws. penis straws. What did you Dick do pinatas. for your first bachelorette? My first bachelorette? Oh my God. <laughs> I hated almost every single person at my bridal party. Oh my God. And my maid of honor, my sister, was not even 21. So she couldn't plan anything because it's all about like getting fucked up. So I... Of course, wanted to go to Miami because I'm a Chugmeister. But <laughs> I also recognized that I could not be on a weekend long trip with these fucking assholes who I had standing up next to me on my wedding day. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I can't possibly be stuck with these bitches for like more than 24 hours. Mm -hmm. So I chose to go to do just like an in the city one night bachelorette party. Cute. Oh. I was so over everybody by the time my bachelorette party rolled around. So we went to like... Like, um, <laughs> what's that drag queen Chinese food restaurant? I don't even know if it's oh, even open anymore. Okay. Lucky Chang's. Okay. We went to Lucky Chang's mm -hmm. and it was stupid. And then we went to One Oak, which was so dumb because we went there every single weekend and what's <laughs> been was there. And I'm like, leave. <laughs> And then I got into a limo with like three of my friends from college and my sister. And you know when you like in New York City, you like go to hail a cab and you hail a limo? That's yeah. what happened. Yeah, it was like that's that. Hot. And then we're like, take us to a strip club. <laughs> and then we went to the strip club and I yelled at all the strippers and all the patrons, sinners, all of you. And then they took me home and I threw up on myself. It's funny because a lot of the time the bride, it's reminded me of like a, the Vanderpump Rules <laughs> was it Brittany who just started crying and everyone was like, you should do this. Like, bachelorette parties are supposed to be so fun. And they get the one photo, you know, they get the photo of all the girls. And they're like, amazing. Yes. But I'm too much of a people pleaser. I, You know, that's why I did Miami because 
if I threw a weekend and made my friends buy tickets for me, like some people yes. are like, they really enjoy being a true monster and being like, yeah, this is all about me. You should pay for me. I'm amazing. Where me, I'm like, I just locked all these people in a hotel and I'm yes. forced, and if they don't have fun, like I'm literally just going to be like, okay, is Taylor having fun? Is that person getting along with that person? Oh no, is that person bored? And this is all because of me. Like I'm having a full anxiety attack I thinking feel about it. But yep. I realize like, no, you give them some control. Yeah. There's two types of people in this world. People that don't give a fuck about anybody else, most brides, <laughs> and then people like you and me. We're like, I don't even like throwing myself a birthday party because I am so anxious about everybody liking each other and getting along yeah. that I can't even have fun. Yeah. It's like the opposite. So a bachelor party is tricky because, yeah, you are. You're asking people to, especially when it's like a weekend away, spend money on flights, spend money on hotels, spend money, spend money, spend money. Also be in bathing suits around each other. That's fucking monstrous. Mm-hmm. And like all in like getting along and stuff it's anxiety provoking but it's also what you do for a bachelorette party yeah but i'm so happy we're doing miami i'm I'm, so happy i'm happy because i talked to a bunch of people and i was i was like should we go to upstate new york and just like pet animals because that that'll be funny for me to see i I would not want to do that that would be funny for me see i was like what would make me happy is watching taylor strecker have a goat bite on her like lacoste (laughs) shirt and she'd be like ah and like, yeah, like that's quality content we're talking about. But then I realized, okay, it's not for me to laugh at my friends. It's for us to celebrate no. love. But even also the whole concept of being like, oh, like before you get married, like I don't give a fuck about getting married. Like I, like this is what we're celebrating. Can we celebrate other things about me? Like when like someone gets a raise or like when you get out of your depression, like that I would want a bachelor party for. Not like, oh, you Girl. found a guy who wants, like th- I'm having trouble with the larger concept of it all. Girl, the best tweet I ever posted on IG was, if your wedding day was the best day of your life, you've literally accomplished nothing. And people got so pissed, <gasps> Dude. which tells me you've accomplished nothing. But it's like, no, getting married is great. And the second time around, I was definitely caught on my wedding day saying, this is the best day of my life. (laughs) So I get it. I get it. There's a wide range of certain, everyone has different relationships and different experiences. But yeah, there is something weird about how you. It's weird. It's weird. Well, this is my thing. Inherently, society equates finding a man or finding a relationship with success. No, a man. No, society equates it with a man. Let's get clear on that. Okay. I even was joking about like why women can't fart and it stems from like back in the day where like you needed a man to love you and want to be with you so he could provide for you because you couldn't work so if you yes. farted and the girl next to you didn't you <laughs> lost your your ticket to life you know it yeah, makes sense yeah. but things have changed and things have evolved and I feel like the wedding industry hasn't that much and I feel like the like huge celebration of like finding a man it's, and then it puts so much pressure on when you finally get divorced <laughs> but yeah i just wish people would celebrate other things more but now i'm being debbie downer (laughs) no listen i'm with you okay i'm with you i feel like your wedding day should not be your only like it shouldn't be the one and only best day of your life it should be one of many but Mm -hmm. like there's so many other things having kids getting the job of your dreams yeah you know writing my best-selling book my biography what's it called i forgot i mean (laughs) oh Oh, yeah. One-sided fight? One-sided f- <laughs> arguments. Yeah, fight might be better because arguments is a lot of um, syllables. But I do think it is a beautiful part of your life that you're. it shows, like, adulthood. But then women are getting married at, like, 35, 39 now. So yeah. it's, like, not even... 
like, oh, you're losing your innocence. No one's losing their innocence. So part of me, like, when everyone's crying and stuff, it's like, what are we crying about? Because I've been fucking dudes for a while now, and I could have married some of them. Like, what? I don't know. I just, I'm having... I get what you're saying. I feel like but it's you know very what? misogynistic sometimes. I get it, but again, it is... Society says that you're allowed to do whatever you want True. for your bachelor party. So let's just take this beast <laughs> and run with it. You know, I'm here. But, uh, I'm so here I'm to vicariously through your bachelorette party. I'm going to yes. make your bachelor party about me. Okay. Well, you know, what's know funny. this is my bachelorette party. Uh, it surprised me how every single person that I've invited who I was afraid was going to be like, Ugh, they're all like, I'm planning it. And then I realized yep. it's because A, they don't trust me. <laughs> smart because i'm very bad with admin very smart i they don't trust my shit they know i do something weird so they're all like let me handle it so now i'm kind of navigating who to kind of give the stuff to this episode of taste of taylor is brought to you by thrive cosmetics i'm obsessed obsessed if you don't know let me explain to you thrive cosmetic products are made with clean high performance skin loving ingredients their clinically proven formulas not only highlight your best features yeah you look damn good in the moment they actually improve your skin over time it's making me look good in the now but it's also helping me out long term that's my jam. I'm fully obsessed with their brilliant eye brightener. It's this cream to powder highlighter eyeshadow stick that like brightens and opens my eyes. It literally gives you an instant eye lift. Actually a secret weapon into tricking people into thinking that you got like the best night's sleep of your life. And also I'm not great at applying makeup. I'm just, I'm really not my strong suit. So it's truly a foolproof highlighter. It's extremely easy to apply. If I can do it, you can do it. And it just makes your eyes pop with the perfect wash of color and glow. It's available in 13 universally flattering shimmering shades. The shades look good on everyone. And the darker shades, they give you like a really great smoky eye. So just think about that, whichever look you're going for. And then don't even get me started on their Defying Gravity Eye Lift Cream. Hello. It is the holy grail eye cream, okay? It instantly lifts, tightens, and brightens the look of skin around your eye while giving you line-smoothing hydration. Like I said, in the moment, it does all that you need to do, but then also long-term, it's like totally hooking you up. Soften, soothe, and deeply moisturize your skin while intensely reducing the appearance of dark circles and puffiness to fight signs of stress, aging, and dullness. It's like beauty sleep in a bottle. It's friggin' amazing. Also, all Thrive Cosmetic products are formulated without parabens, sulfates, and phthalates. And Thrive Cosmetics never tests on animals. They're Leaping Bunny and PETA certified as 100% vegan and cruelty-free. And Thrive Cosmetics has a bold mission that's truly bigger than beauty. For every product purchased, Thrive Cosmetics donates to help women thrive, literally. Women emerging from homelessness, surviving domestic abuse, fighting cancer, and more. This is an incredible company, top to bottom. Their products are the best I've ever used, and their bigger than beauty mission is really inspiring. You're going to love them as much as I do, I promise. Just visit thrivecosmetics.com slash Taylor for 15% off your order. This is an exclusive offer you can only get right here okay that's thrive t-h-r-i-v-e cosmetics c-a-u-s-e yeah like a cause c-a-u-s-e-m-e-t-i-c-s dot com slash taylor for 15 percent off your first order again that's thrive cosmetics.com slash taylor and now back to the podcast oh well, wait are we are, are we gonna at all talk about the attendees or is that top seeks oh not top seeks we're let's do i I was joking with Paige how I feel like it's some of the most powerful women on the planet. It's Literally. like water, 
ice, fire, and like uh, lesbian. All, like, <laughs> you're not the only lesbian. Sorry. I'm not. No. I'm not coming. I'm not coming. <laughs> I'm not going. <laughs> Who's a lesbian? Um, my friend Becca from college. She's like my best, best, best friend. She's from Arkansas. She's the funniest motherfucker you've ever met in your life. Why do you, so you want me to hate her? She's a lesbian and she's funny? Funny, yes. Different kind of really? funny. Really? She's the kind of funny where she goes, okay, awesome. My friend is learning piano. I'm going to learn the saxophone. So by the time it's the bachelorette party, I could just run around playing my saxophone for you. <laughs> and put lights on it it's gonna be lit and I'm like you're a crazy son of a bitch let's go it's a saxophone <laughs> bachelorette party now um she's just she's wild um we have the girls gotta eat I, I yes s- they will be here Ashley and Raina they've both I'm so excited been really influential in my life and have been with me through like stand up and podcasting um we have Paige and Sierra who Paige and Sierra <laughs> are going to be amazing because <laughs> we've we've like weirdly gotten closer since we like don't have to film and we're like oh right. wait this friendship is way realer than we thought um and then we also have my long-term friends Haley and Cheech yes Cheech 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 if I have to share a room I'll share it with Cheech okay good I yeah because there's also the sharing the room thing um right Am I forgetting anyone? No. Oh, yeah. And there might also be one more. Um, yeah, one more guest. not confirmed yet. TBD. But I was always worried that I wouldn't have a good friend group because I wasn't that kind of girl who's had the same friends since she was little because I moved around so much and I live in the city. Like, it wasn't like the suburbs. Can I say like- something? Having friends from when you were little is so fucking overrated. I feel like especially women, two women. It's like, oh my God, you don't have friends so many you were in a diaper. You must be a monster. It's like, if you were like, we're friends because we've known each other forever, even though we fucking hate each other and we've tried to destroy each other a million times. Oh yeah, I forgot you're better than me. Fuck no, that shit. You don't need to have friends. For people. My, I saw a tweet that was like, if you still have friends from childhood, grow the fuck up. Kinda. Like, have you I not mean, changed? But I mean, I don't, there's obviously great groups from childhood. And yes. if I saw people who I was friends with from childhood, I'd be like, what's good? But like, we've evolved in many different ways. But I literally always had this, I knew I wouldn't have bridesmaids because I'm like, I'm not gonna, who knows? But like, I literally about to do my bachelorette party and I have such a quality group of women who you all responded immediately and you were like let's fucking go like not in a second did I think that people wouldn't love to be there with me and I just feel so lucky especially after like going through public scrutiny about being a bad friend (laughs) I know well here's the thing Hannah first of all let me just say this I am so honored to be invited to the bachelorette party but I'm not surprised because I'm an amazing friend. <laughs> You're like, honestly, thought I'd get the invite sooner, but um, <laughs> um I no, I'm so honored. I'm so excited. I'm first of all honored just to be invited, regardless of the plans. Even have to, I have to go feed a goat, like with yeah. you know my own mouth I would still do it for you <laughs> oh, then when on. I hear that it's Miami I'm like fuck yes Miami is like my favorite I love a Miami moment mm-hmm. so I'm in 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 and girl fret then when I saw the guest list <laughs> like the crew that we're rolling with I was like oh hunty it is like thriving. I'm so proud to be around these women like it's, it's really a just boss, like, boss crew I want it to be less like me getting married because honestly like what like I, 
we it's happening like we know it's gonna happen who cares it's more about like us celebrating our friendships of like us when would we have excuse to all not be working and be together for a weekend like ashley and randy were like this is the one weekend we don't have a tour date and i'm like great like we navigated it so we could all be together and i it's celebrating females empowerment it's a female empowerment workshop we're celebrating (laughs) you it is your bachelor's but like so tell me what the vibe is like and and that's into like is there anybody who is kind of the point person did you elect somebody somebody bossy their way into that position if so I want to know because so, I mean, do you want do you want me to be? I'm the oldest for sure. Okay, I'm lucky that I have so many Type A women in my life. Where oh Haley, who's the friend who yes. I introduced my roommate to, I met her at like a um, a casting call for like a tennis advertisement. Yeah, we wait, wait, wait. Can we go back and, and go through how you're friends with everybody? Actually, oh my God, yeah. so Haley, I've Haley, I've met through you. Haley's She's a crazy story. I delightful. Walk, I walk in to do a tennis to try to get a. Ten, I was trying to be a fitness model, a sports model. When I was younger, because I was like, I need something to motivate me. I miss tennis and I want to make some money. And I go to the shoot and I get in the elevator and it's this blonde girl. And we start talking, you know, there was 500 people on the line. So we're just in line. And she's like, do you actually play tennis? And I'm like, yeah, I've played my whole life. And she's like, ooh, I've never played tennis. I just like checks it off on a list. (laughs) She's wearing her hair like all down. Like, so I have like some really girly friends, which is like, she's very kind of page. She's great with outfits. We're talking shit. She's like, I'm single. And I'm like, and she's like, I want to meet new guys. And I go, I'm in a relationship and I want to meet new girlfriends. And I know tons of stupid single guys. (laughs) Long story short, I end up, talking to her the whole time do my audition walk out she goes I think you're gonna get this it was for Adidas she goes I think you're gonna get it I go you're crazy but I'll hit you up later I ended up getting it was like the biggest campaign I ever got she's the first person I texted not even my parents I was like you were right I got it and then I go we have to celebrate come out with us and she meets Dave, my roommate, and now they're engaged to be married. You lie. So Wait I'm a going second. to heaven. So I'm going to heaven. So no one says I'm a bad heaven. fucking friend. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. And I also have to say, too, kudos to Haley. Like, I like Haley, but I like her even more after hearing that story because that industry is so fucking competitive. So for a girl and you to become friends at an audition is like unheard well, of. This is and Haley. Then That's Haley's Achilles that you heel. Got it, and then you got it and she came out and celebrated you and you've been friends ever since. That's like Haley's Achilles heel. She's legit. too nice. Like she knows that I have more, I'm more competitive and more driven. She's the friend that will stop and be like, everyone look at this flower. How beautiful is this flower? Let's live in the moment. Like she's all like where me and Dave, her, we're more like type A getting stuff done hustling where Haley's like I just love you guys like she's just the perfect calm beautiful energy that I need in my life this episode of taste of Taylor is brought to you by Truebill so you want to know why free trials can renew without your consent you want to know why that happens it's a business scam out to get ya. Don't let greedy corporations pocket your money, honey, okay? Download Truebill to control of your subscriptions. Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions that you don't need, you don't want, or you simply forgot about. That's my specialty. I forget about everything. I had a subscription that it was like $50 a month. I forgot about it for like a year. 
$600 later, I was like, wait, what? And then I forgot about it again. <laughs> but thanks to Truebill, I finally remembered it. And they, I mean, they've saved me at least $600, probably more like $1,200. On average, people save up to $720 a year with Truebill. It's unbelievable. And because companies make subscriptions like really hard to cancel, Truebill makes it incredibly simple. So here's what you do. You just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in just one tap. And your Truebill concierge is there when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions so that you don't have to. Have you ever tried to cancel your cable? Oh my God. They're just ping pong you back and forth between a million different representatives. I know what they're doing. They're trying to exhaust me. So I give up and I just keep paying the subscription. And that's why Truebill has over 2 million users and they've helped them save over a hundred million dollars. What are you waiting for? Don't fall for subscription scams. No more. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash Taylor. That's my name, T-A-Y-L-O-R. Go right now, Truebill, that's T-R-U-E-B-I-L-L dot com slash T-A-Y-L-O-R. Again, Truebill.com slash Taylor, and you could save thousands a year. Truebill.com slash T-A-Y-L-O-R. And now to the podcast. Okay, so we've got Haley. How did you become so close? I feel like I met Raina and Ash through you. So Raina and Ashley, I knew of as the top female podcasters in the game, and yep, I was very intimidated by them. I got yeah. asked to go to a Spotify event. Walk in, they're sitting there, and I'm like, I don't know how to network, but I'm like, I need to meet these people. Finally, I was nervous. They came up to me and said something and I started saying something and Raina was like by the way I watched Summer House like I think you're awesome and then I was we started talking about comics we've interviewed and we just immediately had so much in common and we have they're just also normally when you meet two friends I feel like you prefer one friend over the other you know I know and it's not that that they're different these two motherfuckers, I love them both so, so much. It's almost awkward. Yeah. Like I, I, I can't pick a favorite because they both have so many qualities that I like about them. And I have my own individual relationship with both of them. But we basically stayed in touch. I went on their podcast. Ashley and I have been doing stand up all the time. And then yeah. Raina and I, we, we, she's been on my podcast a lot and we text all the time. And they've just become two like people that I feel really safe around. And I feel like they really understand me. They're awesome. And They're I feel really like awesome. Wh- when I feel like they have my back and I have their back okay obviously Paige is like duh well I don't even need you to explain that to yes me. okay yes <laughs> like yes. right Sierra same thanks like I saw your friendship blossom Sierra, on the show we and literally like, she's saw a real, that she likes she's cats legit. and then we realized that we just love being around each other all the time and we've stayed in pretty close touch I mean I've given them their space when they're filming and stuff because I want that but then yeah. like they're like okay let's catch the fuck up. So she's been a really consistent person in my life. And then your college friend, my, so, my, my, my arch rival, your arch rival, Becky. Becca, Becky, Becca. I'm going to call her Becky and I'm never going to say it right. <laughs> the problem is, is that you two are going to be like best friends. By the end of the trip. Like she, she's going to love you so much. She, when I met her in college, wasn't out of the closet. I mean, I'm straight, so I don't know what you're talking about with me. <laughs> so, actually, I'm going to have 
Rebecca, guess who's gay? <laughs> well, that's a fun game for me. Okay. <laughs> and then, obviously, Cheech. I mean, Cheech, Cheech, Cheech is how we met. know each other. Yes, and Cheech and I met because she would bring talent into Betches when I was interviewing them. Oh, because she was with Bravo. But actually, Becca's story is crazy because she was being recruited for tennis. So my job was like, they'd bring recruits, and then we would have to show them a good time. So I, so I was kind of the person they always chose because I'm like... I'd bring them to like a frat party and that meanwhile, you know, I didn't want to be there, but I'm like, right. I'm I was going like, to say, it's funny cause you're good at like acting like you want to be at yeah, the fun stuff, but you don't even really like the fun stuff. No, I'm the fun one who doesn't want to be fun. <laughs> no, like literally well, speaking but, of which, wait, speaking of which, sorry to interrupt your story, but like, no, you're fine. I'm going to get you fucked up at this bachelorette party. No, I was getting thinking fucked about up. this. Like, I, I was like, wait, Hannah's like not really a big drinker. She just isn't, which I know sounds crazy if you watched her on her seasons of Summer House because you guys were getting after it. But like, I remember yeah. watching being like, Hannah never drinks. Like, you really aren't that big of a drinker. Like, we'll be out and like Cheech and I are on like our 15th beer of the Sunday. And Hannah's like, I'll have one and you guys have drinking problems. <laughs> Like, to be honest, I was a little too sober for reality TV because um, I wasn't yeah, I we believe were joking it. that there should have been an ESPN like lower third where it says how many drinks the person's actually consumed. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Because I will. I'm a sipper. I will sip something until it's melted. Oh, my God. You're my mom's dream. Whenever I would like be going to party, she's like, just remember, pour one drink and sip it all <laughs> night long. I'm like, I don't think you get who I am but I want to be that way with food like the way someone else will like pick at a burrito all day I will deep throat <laughs> it in five seconds so I'm just I'm more into food but I I actually I have a lot of fun party friends I have friends who like to smoke weed and I'm so straight edge but I like surrounding myself with people who love fun it's like well now uh, I know why you like me <laughs> I, I, like, I'm I, a literal like, degenerate people get weird like oh Hannah doesn't drink and it's like no I want to be around people who love that shit because I wish I had that kind of freedom to lose control of my mind like that but the cute story with Becca she came on and I immediately actually liked her and apparently after our little trip she told her mom that she thinks she met her best friend for life oh that's so gay I think she knew but it was funny because oh that's I, sweet. early on because she would I, she said she learned she was gay from watching me, as in I would... Wait, 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 what? <laughs> she would just see how I would, like, care about what I text a guy or, like, get upset if he didn't show up or, like, get obsessed with, like, a new guy every week where, like, she would get guys who would like her and she Got would be it. like, oh, so-and-so wants me to watch this movie with them. I fucking hate that movie. I just want to, like, kind of stay here and chill. And I was like... And I, but you can't tell them. And then I would do little like, hey, so-and-so came out on the hockey team. Like, it's really cool that she's like being herself. Because she came from Arkansas, like the most Southern Arkansas. Yeah. And I came from Park Slope, Brooklyn, which is where the lesbians originated, as they say, <laughs> in historical time. So I grew up with just like, most people are lesbian and some people are straight. So, <laughs> so one day I walk into my room and she's like, I have to tell you something. And she goes, I think I might be gay. That's how we all come out. That's how we all come out. I think I might and be gay. And she said that I lit up so fast. Like it wasn't like, a, let's talk this through. And I was like, woo, let's fucking go. And we were like, <laughs> we just like drank. We were just, we just celebrated all day. And then 
Yeah, like, I mean, you go through that kind of stuff with people, you'll never not be close to them. But, yeah. um, so yeah, Beck and I have still stayed close. This is a fun ass crew. Yeah, and okay. lots of characters, but I feel like characters that will be more powerful with each other. So Becky and I are going to be friends. We're both lesbians. <laughs> Cheech and I are already ride or die. I fucking love Ash and I love Raina. I I'm think Haley and Sierra are going to get along because they're both very kind hearted. And chill they're very, and very pretty. chill. And they're very pretty. And yeah, they could be laid back. So this yep. is the issue. Cheech has so much experience planning wedding. She's like, I, I mean, planning bachelorette. She's like, I've done yeah. this for so many friends. I'll do it. And she has family in Miami. Then Haley was the one who originally pushed me to even do a bachelorette party. So she, she's like, I'll do it. I'll plan right. it. Then Paige yep. was like, I have all the hookups in Miami. I have all the outfits. I'm done. I'm planning it. Then you're like, I'm the oldest. I'm the wisest. I'm the most lesbian. I can do it. And I'm Mother Teresa. And then, <laughs> so I've literally listed almost everyone wants to plan it. Wait, you know what? Let me do the Lord's work right now. You can take take my name off the table because, quite frankly, I'm lazy, I'm unmotivated, and I'm selfish. So I don't want to help. And I do have to say, um, Cheech and Haley are two of the most giving people, generous Very. I've ever met. Paige is normally not one. <laughs> but the fact that she wants to do this for me makes me yes. think it's, it's like, it makes me so, like I told her, I'm like, she's the friend that like, she might show up. She might not. The fact that she's like, Hannah, I am the bachelorette party. I'm like, this is the best scenario that I she's will into say, it. I really like, I am a fancy bitch. Okay. Yes. When I'm going to do something, I want to do it the most fanciest. Elevated. So I, would say. I vote for Paige planning yeah. it. I think that Haley and Cheech can like help her be like the sous chefs, if you will, yes. and help execute the things. Cause like you said, Cheech is really good at planning. She's a doer. And I feel like Haley is too. I don't really know Haley that well, but you know, I, I, they I get just, those vibes. They will do, Haley and Michelle will do anything for people they love. And, they, and then they'll do anything to get it done. Like, so and Cheech is also like, she's very like networky and like she can be bossy when she needs to be. Oh yeah. You know she'll what I get mean? it done. But the thing with Paige, she's also never been to a bachelorette party so what? i kind i know so no I, she cannot be in charge but part of me kind of likes that she's gonna take a unique perspective and not fit into a box of previous experiences she's had okay 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 so well but i think that's I'll, where Haley and cheech come in to kind of help the flow to make sure it's good i mean exactly and they have the experience of being like well actually we we can do that but we got to do that like this this and that and the other you know one funny thing i was putting together like an email to Haley and Cheech and I was like my only note is like honestly don't need a boat like don't need a boat day and Paige I, I second that Paige her first thing she was like we need a boat day. no we don't because <laughs> one thing is I don't like being out bad stuck things happen somewhere. on boats bad things Do happen on boats watch the real housewives of anywhere bad I, things happen on boats bad things happen on boats I just feel like I'd rather be like on the ground with good music, see other people. Like there's something about being stuck out on a boat that stresses me out. No, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. I'm going to say no to the boat. I, plus I get sick. The, the also old the question is, get sick on the boats. <laughs> I can't go. True. Like that, the, talk about how to ruin a, a mood, just puke uh, in the water. Seasickness is there's nothing worse and you can't recover from it. Okay, okay. Interesting, interesting, interesting. If there's going to be a fight, who's going to fight on this trip? Oh, my God. This is amazing. Should we just do a, a three-episode series? Um, mm -hmm. Okay, the people who are going to fight will be... 
someone's gonna get mad at me because I'm not showing them enough attention. <laughs> Larry, it's someone getting drunk and being like, I, you haven't, you've been talking to her the whole time and I've been here. And it could be, it could be me. <laughs> It could be me. But it would only be drunk. Like, it would only be drunk being like, I the, feel like I haven't seen I'm you. I'm always drunk. I will be drunk from the second I land to the second I take off, okay? My baseline is going to be drunk the whole time, just who so do you know. You, who do you think you're going to have a drunk bonding conversation with? Oh, such a good question. So I know Paige through you, but I don't really know Paige super well, like outside of you. Yeah. Um, And I've had her on Taste of Taylor, I think like once, and we had like... It was actually way easier than I thought it was going to be. And like, she was way more personal than I thought she was going to be. So we, I, I thought we bonded, but I don't know. I don't know what she thinks. You know what? I'm mad at Paige. We're in a fucking fight. No. (laughs) One-sided arguments. I do think Um, you're going to bond with Becca, um, because... Yeah, I get it because we're lesbians. <laughs> oh God. Stop trying to make fetch happen. You're literally going to make me hate Becca. I'm going to come on this trip <laughs> with like literally a Becca vendetta. Okay. Wait, this is a Becca. Becca. By the way, Becca's married too. And I was like, there's another lesbian on the trip. And she goes, oh no. And I'm like, what? Oh, and she's yeah. like, is she going to try to like hook up with me? I'm like, oh, Becca, Becca, get over yourself. Becca, get no. over yourself. Just because there's a lesbian. There's only two in Arkansas. And everyone wants to fuck you in Arkansas. Do you know what's so funny, Hannah? <laughs> Literally, when you said that another lesbian was coming on, aside from being mad that I wasn't the only special one, I my immediate reaction was, oh, God, she's going to try to hook up with me. <laughs> and I was like, Becca, she's married, you're married. This is no, not this a is thing. a lesbian thing. And you want to know, we learned it from the L word. In the L word, everybody who's a lesbian wants to fuck everybody who's a lesbian. Way, and I so when you're a lesbian in love, when you're a lesbian in love, you're like, oh, God, another lesbian. She's going to try to show me her labias and so it's like this whole thing and now i have to go tell my wife that i'm gonna be on a lesbian sex trip for hannah's bachelorette party it's crazy it's become just a lesbian sex trip okay do you know the l word but like the reality version yeah i watched it with becca and i loved and then do you remember they went to some like i never watched that show there was a fest you should there's a festival in california they all went where like it's a lesbian festival and it was fucking crazy and i was like becca you have to go to this and she's like no i'm scared there's so many lesbians no those the 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 real l world girls are terrifying yeah i was at um I was at, uh, what's the place called? I'm totally blanking. <laughs> there was this, like, Relico Club, and Tay and I used to go all the time, and we were, like, sitting at this table. It wasn't, like, a formal, formal club. We're, like, it was, like, a hotel. Oh, the Jane. So fucking fun. Mm-hmm. So fucking fun. But it wasn't, like, you have to leave this table because, like, somebody's coming over the bottle. But it was, like... You couldn't really reserve them, but you would, like, scooch over and make room for people, whatever. And we were sitting at this table, and I was, like, a baby lesbian at this point. Like, Mm -hmm. I wasn't even, like, out yet. Like, I was just, like, crushing on Tay. Mm -hmm. And this whole crew of, like, lesbians came over, rolled, and they were, like, (laughs) they look like a lesbian rock and roll Bands, what? Am I a thousand and five? I'm sorry, I can't go to your bachelor party. I might have a heart attack over down there. What the hell? You no, just could go like, to Boca Raton. <laughs> yeah, I'll be in Boca. Have fun. But they literally, they they were rolling like so deep and so cool and like such lesbian power woman vibes. And I've never been so intimidated in my entire life. And like, I just remember being like, that is scary. That is the like, if if I'm going to be like end up with Taylor or like get the courage to like even hook up with her, like I can't compete with that. 
that. Like, that is too intense. Also, you both have never dated, and I'm sorry, Becca, for telling all your shit on air. Um, but she, like, fell in love very early on and got married. She didn't really have a single dating time. She just kind of knew her person. Um, Neither did I. Okay, okay. You're making me like her more and no, more No, she's more. fucking... I know. Isn't it weird with girls how whenever when someone goes, you're going to fucking love her, you immediately are like, do you talk about that with me? <laughs> like, like, I immediately get jealous of the girl. I get more jealous when people are talking about how awesome people are as people. But yeah, I, you're doing, I do want to That's let, literally all you've done the whole but podcast. But I do want to let you know, my whole, po- my whole call with Becca was me telling her how she's going to fucking love you. Great. So Becca comes and hating me. I come and hating Becky. It's and like a whole thing. I get the popcorn and we watch the lesbians fight it out. Talk <laughs> about a chicken fight. Um, so, but I think you're actually going to have a bonding moment with... You're going to like Sierra. And I also think... I think so, too. Because I have yet to meet Sierra. I've never met Sierra. I feel like... I was going to say, she'll either love me or she'll hate me. But I feel like with Sierra, I don't think that she's, like, a hater. Like, at all. She just seems so chill. Is How about this? Is what you see what you get with her? See, oh, a thousand percent. Yeah. I think we're going to... I think it's going to be good. And she also doesn't, like, need all the attention all the time. Like, she lets me and Paige be crazy. And then she's just like, you stupid bitches this episode of taste of taylor is brought to you by ned i love ned the cbd market has become extremely saturated over the last few years it's like everywhere you go the coffee shop the grocery store the gas station cbd everywhere and with so many products out there it's like well wait what's the legit one ned is Many of the other CBD companies out there source their hemp from industrial farms in China. And I know you're like, wait, so what's the tea on that? Well, you got to be careful when you buy your CBD because just like with low quality alcohol, like bottom shelf alcohol, low quality CBD can have undesired effects as well. So like if you drink nice wine, you're not going to have a crazy hangover. If you drink crap wine, you're going to have an insane hangover. Kind of same thing. That's why I'm so here for Ned. So Ned is USDA certified organic. And all of Ned's full spectrum hemp oil is extracted from USDA certified organic hemp plants grown by a person, an independent farmer named Jonathan, literally Jonathan, Colorado. I like knowing where stuff is coming from and knowing the quality of it. That's actually going to make me feel way more comfortable. And that's why I love Ned. So it actually took me a while until recently to get on the CBD train. I was just kind of like, uh, it's like kind of a fun and everybody's like, I don't know, talking about it, but like, what am I even supposed to be using? But then when I found Ned, I was like, oh, I get like, once you've got premium shiz, you're like, oh, this is legit. And it helps so much it's beyond so net products are science-backed nature-based solutions that offer an alternative to over-the-counter drugs which you know it's like whatever but if you're taking them all the time it's not great and prescription drugs i've been taking a prescription for years now to help with my sleep anxiety and i really like just recently was like i'm done with this like it's kind of making me nervous i've been off for too long it just doesn't feel good and now that i have ned cbd on my side i'm like no this is legit i can make the shift and i have and i feel so much better but also i love that their cbd helps me with additional things not just sleep it helps with stress it helps with anxiety because those are like things that kind of happen to me around sleep and then also i've been having a lot of neck pain lately it's the holidays tis the season to throw my neck out literally my therapist is like what's the pain in your neck i'm like a person the holidays santa claus jesus h christ there's a pain in my neck and so i've been having like neck pain and inflammation i mean that's how you pull it, it 
you know, muscle inflammation is why like I'm all like sore in the back. And the CBD is also helping with that too. So it's like a one-stop shop. Ned's full spectrum hemp oil nourishes the body's endocannabinoid system. Did I say that word right? (laughs) To offer functional support for stress, sleep, inflammation, and balance. And they've also got this incredible brand new product, which has been in development for over a year. It's the De-Stress Blend. It's in Crayob. And I'm not the only one that thinks it's amazing. Ned's CBD products have over 2,000 five-star reviews, and I get why now that I'm using Ned. Oh, and little bonus for you. For the holidays, Taste of Taylor listeners get 20% off Ned products with code TAYLOR. When you spend more than $150, Ned is going to throw in a free gift with every order. Visit helloned.com slash Taylor to get access. That's helloned, H-E-L-L-O-N-E-D, helloned.com slash T-A-Y-L-O-R to get 20% off plus a free gift with orders over $150. Thank you, Ned, for sponsoring the show and offering our listeners a natural remedy for some of life's most common health issues, which I happen to suffer from all of them, but it's fine because Ned helps. And now back to the podcast. Wait, wait, if anyone's going to get clicky, who do you think it's going to be? <laughs> That's so good. Okay. The clicks will, be, there's, will naturally be a little click. And this has happened to me before in friend parties of like the people who care about Instagram versus the ones who don't. Oh, uh-oh. I don't know where I fall. I'm confused. <laughs> you don't fall in it, but I could see like, I don't know the people who are posting and then the people who aren't posting kind of being like, wow, like they care so much about posting. Oh my God. Are we going to have to take pictures in bathing suits? I'm honestly, no, I'm sick. I not. can't come. No, we're not. Ew. That's fucking, talk about, I mean, hating your friends. But what I am going to give you a marker beforehand to circle all your problem areas <laughs> just so we know what to avoid. You know what? Just like, just take the marker and cover my whole body in it. <laughs> That's where I am. Also, I want to um, know who do you think's going to make out? Make out? (laughs) What are you talking about? (laughs) Wait, is this like a lesbian orgy for real? I can't go. My wife said I'm not allowed. (laughs) It's also so weird. Like, I would love to invite Tay, but we talked about this, how, like, you have to have your moments with your girls. No. This is to gain trust. Um, No, you're my friend. I mean, you love Tay, but, like, Tay's friends from high school don't invite me to their bachelorettes. Not that I want to be invited, and I love them. But it's like, no, 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 no. We're allowed to go on our separate girl trips. Give me a break. But I do have to say, the girl who will be making out with people is Raina. Oh, well, Raina's going to make out with everybody. But when you say make out with people, do you mean boys or, like, outside of the group? Or do you mean making out with people there? Either. Just Raina's so fun. And Raina has a sexuality from her. Like, Raina has the best boobs I've ever seen. And she knows it. And I don't know if it's because she's, like, a little bit short. But, like, I'm always staring at her boobs. And she's just, like, yeah, she just is very comfortable in her sexuality. She's she's always, like, kissing and hugging. And, like, I just, Raina is, like, the fun sexual one. Ashley's the Uh one that'll make just, like, dick jokes on the side the whole time. Um, Who's going to get the most drunk? (laughs) I would say Becca because that's what I've known, but she oh told me that God, she, she now... she is my best friend. She is... I mean, she's from the South. She drinks like a fucking bird. Once she passed out in the snow in Wisconsin, I had to find her. Like, that, that kind of shit. I'm sure she's going to be really happy you shared that on the podcast. <laughs> Anyone who knows her would be like a thousand percent. Um, <laughs> Paige also is a really good drunk like she she's not going to be doing deep talks with people but she's going to be the fun one like she's very fun and silly um i the thing is you can't get me too drunk or i get sleepy i was gonna say who's gonna throw up 
Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> He's moved to our live show. Who's going to embarrass themselves? Becca, but Becca like likes it, so it doesn't really count. She does it on purpose. She'll do like crazy dances, and um, but I also think that we're gonna get IVs for the morning after because like I told Paige, I was like, I'm great for one night, arguably one night and a half, but two nights is a lot. So right, we're so we're gonna, so we're in. doing what? We're doing two nights or three nights? So also good question. I thought we get in like Friday morning midday. Okay. Go out Friday night. Go out Saturday night. Go home Sunday. I like it. Like quick like and it. easy. I feel like one more day. Also, what are your thoughts on day drinking? Obviously. And then night drinking. Obviously. But everyone, we're adults. We need to learn how to pace ourselves. And it's a nap-friendly environment. Anyone wants to take a yes. nap, they're welcome. Love a nap. Yes, love a nap. Because I, I told Paige, I was like, we can't plan too many events because I could totally see myself getting like nervous and just being like, I can't do it. And then I want to sleep and watch like Disney Channel all day, you know? Is food a factor, like an important factor? Yes. Like, are we dining or what? So my thing is, I don't want to be like blowing tons of cash, but I kind of feel like if we're going to be in Miami, there's great food and I want us to really great enjoy the food. food, but I don't want us to like food coma it at night. We're like, how am I going to go to the strip club after I ate my body oh. weight in lobster, you know? So strip club or nightclub? Paige said about this place, 11. Yeah, it's a both. It's both. It's fun. So I've been there before. So she wants to do 11. But then part of me was like, do we try to do one of those like guys stripping things? But like, if they're not really hot, I get really grossed out by them. No, no, no. Guy strippers really, and I know I'm a lesbian, so, <laughs> but like they really are not appealing. Like in my personal opinion, they're like, they're skeevy kind of, and they're, they creep me out. Like, I don't find it sexy. I find it concerning you know what I mean yeah sometimes like, I'm like is that that guy Greg from 7-eleven like I don't know I just <laughs> they don't have the same mystique as women do yeah I, I I think I think female strippers I think that's like more of a vibe than like <laughs> I think male strippers like you want to go and scream and pee your pants from laughing like that's that vibe like me going on stage and having like kind of a dude I would never hook up with grinding on me is actually my nightmare <laughs> <laughs> like why would I pay to do that you know what I mean? Exactly. And like, abs, yeah, I don't do it for me. I'm like, oh. I feel like male strippers should be paying us. Yeah, there have been some parties where I'm like, he's enjoying this a little more, more than she is. So <laughs> it's more Absolutely. fun as like, to, as like an event, but you're not actually enjoying it. Where female strippers, I'm like, that is what they just did with their legs. Like, that's impressive. Like, you actually feel like you're getting your money's worth. And then I'm trying to think what else. I mean, is there anything else that you need? So we've got sun. We've got laying out. We've got food. We've got drinking. We've got yeah. a good crew. You know, your thoughts are like, do you have any like okay, but restrictions on anything? Like, I don't want to wear a dick crown. I don't want to use a penis there straw. Are like, no do you have any restrictions, restrictions like that? No restrictions okay, at all. I The only restrictions is like, I don't want to wear a sash. And it's, and I saying, I don't want to shit on people who have done it. It's because you guys have done it before. It's been so overdone. Like I want it to be like an, a different kind of vibe. I have to work it through in my head. But I also think cause we're all attention whores. Yes. I think I should hire just like a photographer to follow us around. So at the end of it, we have like a ton of photos. Anyone posting needs to ask permission. You know, we don't want to blow yes. up people's spots, Yes, but it could be fun to have a little, Cause like Paige wants to do like great outfits and stuff. Um, it's, yep. I just want to be, and I also don't want to be in too many places where I can't hear my friends. Like I want to be able to be at the pool shaking our asses, but also being able to talk. And I also want to see my friends get along with each other. 
Wait a second. Are we going to have a photographer when we're in bikinis? No. <sighs> you can never do reality TV, I'm just saying. <laughs> I know. Literally. <laughs> They're like, wait, are you going to film me while I'm crying? They're like, yeah, that's the whole the whole episode. <laughs> no, no, no. I honestly could never do reality television. <laughs> I, I truly, I could not. The anxiety of the outfits alone would send me into a catatonic But also, state. like, you'll do something on TV that will live on the internet for years. Like, I, I see memes of me that I'm like, why did I wear my hair like that? <laughs> I guess you get reminded of it every day. But this is, like, a real good crew. Um... And it is called Batch- Bachelorette. Man, Ma- well, they did Miami and the Kardashians, right? What was it called? Chloe and Chloe. They were, and- no, they were, that was just like a reality show that they did. Chloe and Courtney take Miami. Yeah, so this is Hannah's bitches take Miami. I'm so excited. It's going to be such a fucking vibe. But I like, cannot wait. Literally, my happiness comes from you guys being excited about it because I could just lay on my couch with butter. But it's yep. your guys' energy that actually is going to make it so amazing. Um, so, yeah. And also for anyone who doesn't have friends, like a, a sturdy friend group from growing up, like... You don't need it. At this moment in my life, I literally just looked at my text message and I'm like, who are my main bitches that I talk to every single day? And right? I was like, oh, I know who they are. And that's the thing, too, is that, like, yeah, I, I think that there's always this, like, pressure to, like have my crew since we were in diapies together. It's yeah. like, that's like, if you have that, that's great. Good mm-hmm. for you. But like, we're not broken people because I don't like have Cut my same out. friend Cut group out. from people fucking out of your life. middle school. I, I don't think that, I don't think that like a length of time should be a justification for a friendship. Your friends, it's like whether you've been friends for decades or you've been friends for like a week, it doesn't matter. Like, as adults, we can determine who's a good friend and who's not and a good I friend. And I do have to say in general, when you're a person who has strong opinions and you're a person who ha- went from not the public eye to the public eye, you lose so many friends Yeah, for a variety of reasons. And yeah, I can also imagine. for people who are like, don't invite them if you're not going to speak to them in five years. And it's like, I have no fucking clue who I'm going to be friends with in five years, but I'm going to invite yeah. the people right now that bring me the most joy. Because if I invited people two years ago... It would be a whole different group. Exactly. But that's also how I've kind of lived my life is just whatever feels right in the moment. Well, brava, because you did it, girl. (laughs) I'm telling you, this is like, this is so, I mean, I was so excited and honored to just be a part of your special Bachelorette Weekend in general, but when I saw who was coming, I was like, this is going to be fucking epic. The quality. Premium oh, quality. <laughs> the stories are going to be podcasts for weeks. We're going to have so much content. Weeks. <laughs> I'm so excited. So, Hannah Burner, thank you for getting engaged yeah. and planning a wedding. And guys, so you can have the best bachelor party ever. DM me if you have any fun ideas for what we should do in Miami. Anything weird. We like weird stuff. Anything that will yeah. make Tay uncomfortable, you know. Everything makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> Everything. But I'll keep you posted on like restaurants and places we're looking for to make sure it's up to par. Oh, honey, I am Miss Miami. I, I have to. I have to make some calls. And do you want to be involved, or do you want to be like a big surprise? I don't I need a surprise. Like I think it's cute, but I I also want to make sure that it's being handled the right way. Okay. 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 I'm gonna have to but get like, my. Honestly, uh, I could leave it up to you guys if you're down. Yeah, I think you should just stay out of it, actually. <laughs> You're like, actually, you sh- should just not come because we have it all. <laughs> We're good. You're probably the worst drinker of all of us, and we'll <sighs> slow down the group, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Save yourself, Hannah. You guys are at, like, four more bars, and I'm just in the hotel, like, <sighs> <laughs> Oh, my God.
my God. I cannot wait. Hannah Burner. I love you. Thank you for joining me on the podcast. And thank you for talking about this on the podcast. This is like breaking goddamn news. I know. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'm excited, baby. Um, Hannah, I love you to bits and pieces. Thank you for having me. Also, I have a show coming up in Boston and Ohio and San Diego and Miami. HannahBurner.com. Check it out. Really? Yeah. In HannahBurner.com. Also, uh, follow Hannah at Being Burns on Instagram. She posts everything that you need to know there as well. And listen to her podcast. I was just on it. Yes, Burning that episode. in Hell. Burning in Hell. It's so good. And my wife edits it, just saying. Yeah, so it's high quality. High quality. Um, Hannah, I love you so much, girl. Thank you for joining me, baby. Love you. Thank you for having me. It's an honor and a privilege as always. Same girl, same. Um, You guys, that's it for us this week. Have a great one. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. That's literally how you tell us that you love us, and it means I'm telling you everything. Rate, review, subscribe, and uh, thank you for listening. I appreciate you guys so, so much. Um, Until next week, bye, girl, bye. Bye.